Hey, it's Erica. I just wanted to let you know that you can now listen to Global News What Happened to ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's one of the most recognizable voices on social media. Used to narrate videos, recipes, and sometimes deliver the punchline in a joke. But this wasn't always the case. In fact, in 2021, it changed, and it threw some people for a loop. I'm Erica Vela, and this is Global News, What Happened To? Today, we take a deep dive and introduce you to TikTok's text-to-speech voice. Launched internationally in 2016, TikTok quickly rose to be one of the most popular applications and social media platforms. And in July 2020, it reported close to 800 million monthly active users worldwide. It's easy to see why. The app is a place for users to unwind, watch some funny videos, or even be inspired by cool new recipes and makeup trends. It's also the place for people to watch content from their favorite celebrities. And one of its most distinctive features is the text-to-speech voice. Emily Dreyfus is a technology journalist, an author, and the co-lead of the Harvard Shorstein Center News Leaders Program. She says part of the reason TikTok became so popular and addictive is its distinctive user experience. TikTok is It's deceptively simple, and that is probably its biggest benefit and problem. It's just an infinite scroll of video after video after video. There's two options, which you might not even notice at first that these are there because of how much they kind of obscure it and put it in the background. But the second you open up TikTok, you'll see a video, any video. You didn't make a choice. It's just there. And you are on what is called the For You page. So this is a scrolling well of videos that has been chosen by TikTok's algorithm for you specifically. So somebody else will open the app and they will not be seeing the same group of videos. So all it really is, is just video after video after video. And all of the things that you do on the app, like share, like it, comment, but most importantly of all, just watch it all the way through, are inputs that are telling the algorithm how to refine itself according to your own likes. Emily said the app acts more like a social broadcast platform versus a social networking app. Other apps like Facebook or Instagram started out as a way to connect with friends, colleagues, or people who had the same interests. Emily says with TikTok, it was always about creating content and sharing it en masse. Because of this, when the app initially launched, it drew in younger users. It was basically Vine, repurposed and launched by a Chinese company, and that it was for kids. You know, that it was going to be a Snapchat-like competitor for young people. Uh, That was, I think, the way it was initially looked at. But when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, the app took off. 
people were sent home from work in many cases or just stuck, you know, waiting out a pandemic that we did not know what was going to happen with. It really drove people online in all sorts of ways. All of our meetings went virtual. If you were someone who was able to work from home, you were working from home. And TikTok blew up at that moment because people had so much free time on their hands. There are a number of features that separates TikTok from other apps. Not only does it have this unique ability to understand its users through its algorithm, the platform is also dedicated to engaging users in creating and recreating content that will be broadcasted to a wider audience, not just their followers. And there's something else, the text-to-speech voice feature. If you do it in the text-to-speech way on TikTok, you can say it and then it will put a computerized voice, a TikTok voice for you instead of your actual voice. And then it will also put your words as text on the screen so that people can read it as closed captioning. It doesn't sound that innovative, like it doesn't sound that big of a deal, but there's really a couple of interesting things about this. One, it started to take off. So people from all over the place would be using that feature so that then no matter where they were, whether they were what, whether they were coming from the global south or the global north, whether it was a sad video or a happy video, whether they were a man or a woman, black or white, like whatever demographic they were, the voice of the video that was using I statements to talk about myself, itself, oneself actually sounded the same. It has this impact of flattening the experience of very different people into seeming kind of universal. There's a universalization in some way because actually like we're all so different, but we sound the same. Then getting rid of the individual voice and having it be this computerized accepted voice can bestow upon someone more respect, like, like remove some of the bias that, listeners and readers approach people with when they are very aware of their gender um, or their race or their ethnicity. The TTS tool on TikTok was being used for everything, setting up for a joke or a prank or reading out recipes. It was a versatile function that many people took advantage of. But TTS has been around long before TikTok. It's an accessibility technology. It's for, it's a, for people who can't type, it's helpful if you need to be hands-free. Um, it's it's a dictation practice, um, and then the the then speaking out of those words by a computerized voice is also an accessibility technology, which allows like people who are can't see, for instance, to have text read to them. Whereas on TikTok, it's not just um, it's not used or treated kind of as like an assistance, something to assist you with. It's actually treated as an aspect, like a creative aspect of the video that you are making a creative choice about, not just an accessibility choice. The TTS function on TikTok has been around for nearly three years. And around the same time, one Ontario woman was surprised when family and friends messaged her saying they recognized her voice on the app. 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bev Standing is an Ontario-based voiceover artist who first took courses in 2008 and turned what began as a hobby into a career. She now does a wide range of voice acting on commercials, e-learning, and training videos. But in November 2020, she was surprised by a message from a friend in Portugal. She messaged me because she'd been up for hours and said, this is your voice. I know you. This is your voice. And I went, oh, my goodness, it is. And once I discovered that, yes, that was my voice, uh, I was notified by my family members. You know, they all started. It, it just hit. Uh, TikTok just blew up instantly. And as soon as there was this text to speech voice, everybody was using it. And it was my voice. There were no options in North America. It was just me. Bev's voice was all over TikTok. Well, at first, I thought it was really fun. I mean, anytime someone says, because I because I work globally, I don't often actually see what I've done. The client might send me a copy and I can keep it in my portfolio, but I don't see it on TV or see it in the, you know, the presentation at the company or, you know, I don't phone those offices or whatever. So here is something that everyone in my family and friends were going, hey, that's you. That's you. And I went, this is cool. I'm the text to speech voice. And I went, well, wait a minute. <laughs> and I went from, wow, this is cool. And look at look at what everyone can do to I'm not sure I like this and I'm not getting paid. So how did she become the voice for TTS if she never recorded for them? I had an agreement to uh, record 10,000 sentences for a translation app for uh, Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese to English, which to the best of my knowledge never happened. I had to do 10,000 sentences like that, which is why I was able to recognize it so quickly because I spoke like this for three hours every day. All yeah. I can say is that TikTok used the audio that I provided for, for an app for translation, which is different than transcription. Well, they weren't my client. You have to pay for the use of your voice. You license your voice for every job you do. In spring 2021, Bev pursued legal action against TikTok. The point that they weren't my client, either make me your client or take my voice down, was kind of where my head went. It was a little more complicated than that. They could have done both. They could have only picked one. They could have ignored me completely. But the bottom line is you can't use my voice. You're not my client. You didn't obtain the uh, audition files from me. Those are my files. So if you want to use them, we need to talk. She said TikTok was very receptive when she first filed the lawsuit. Two weeks. 
two weeks to a month after the complaint was filed, um, I believe they came to the table about two weeks after and two weeks following that, my voice started disappearing. The lawsuit was settled by the end of 2021 and Bev's voice was removed from the app. She was happy the company took quick action in addressing her concern, but she was also surprised by users' reactions. There was part of me that said, hey, look, I'm the voice of TikTok. That's kind of fun. I started getting upset when people started messaging me. And now I, at this point, had created a TikTok account, and I think I had one video up there. But people were messaging me on social media, and because... (laughs) Because my name at this point was like out into the world. I was getting direct emails saying how I'm an awful person. I I won't use their words that just let them use your voice. It's just your voice. We're not being difficult. Just that we have rules. You can't you can't hire me for a radio spot and put it on TV. My scenario is if you rent a car, it gives you X amount of miles. But if you go over those miles, you have to pay for it. So usage. So that has to be in contracts and text-to-speech and AI jobs that we do. Not long after, a new TikTok text-to-speech voice named Jessie was launched. And it changed the life of a Canadian woman forever. Kat Callahan is a radio host living in Kitchener, Ontario. Well, I went to school for radio and television, but definitely fell in love with radio while I was in school for it. I started at a sta- one of the stations that I have a morning show on, which is at 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener. And so from from there, you know, I hopped around different positions, as you do when you're first starting out. So I was in promotions, and then I did eventually get work my way to on air. And once I was on air, I've done the, you know, the every shift you can imagine, <laughs> midday shift, afternoon shift, evening shift. And then I finally got on to a morning show over 10 years ago now. I've been doing mornings. Um, and from there, voiceover work kind of just came, uh, it just happened uh, for me. In 2021, she became Jessie on TikTok. So Jessie is a very, very upbeat voice. She's very happy. She's um, she's always, her inflection's always up. So if you want to try to do the best Jesse impression that you can, you can, you always kind of go on a higher tone and everything is like this and it's a lot of fun and everybody's happy. And don't you think it's happy too? You know, th- that's kind of, that's, that's the Jesse. That's the Jesse voice. She's, she's never sad. She's never mad. Never. If you're wondering how Kat got the job, I would love to help you, but Kat is keeping details on how it all works a mystery. Regardless, Jesse was launched into the world in May 2021. Honestly, at the time, I didn't know if anyone would even notice, like, that I was on there. I I thought, yeah, okay, like, it's cool. And I knew it was being used a lot by a lot of people. And I knew, of course, that this one would be a different one than, A, the one it replaced. The change-up wasn't really well-received by some at first. I remember reading reviews, unsolicited reviews about the voice. Like, she's too happy. She's too bubbly. I got called. I mean, it wasn't me personally, but I read it as me. I got called Barbie. You know, all these things, all these names under the sun that that people are using. And I thought, okay, like, I'm not going to tell anybody it's me. Maybe it'll just go away and they'll be like, oh, damn, that was a bad idea. Bev said she remembers getting messages when the change happened as well. I got, I hate this new voice. Why don't you let that, like, she's just awful. And I'm going, at this point, I didn't know who it was, but I thought, I know it's a person and how dare you? You know, (laughs) she's, 
she's doing the voice the same way I did the voice. Don't pick on her. And people were very personal about it. Um, I got there were videos being made saying, stop using the text to speech voice. Um, you know, Bev Scanning has this lawsuit and ooh, I hate this new voice. And it's like, oh, there's even ones with Jesse's voice going, ew, I hate this voice. And it's like, oh, my God, stop. Like, don't be so mean. As time went on, people settled down. Meanwhile, Kat remained tight-lipped about her alter ego, but it wasn't long before her voice was recognized. I received so many DMs. I work for a lot of companies in the States. Actually, I work for more U.S. companies than I do Canadian companies and doing voice work. And I would get messages from them too, like, well, I know your voice and I know this has to be you. And and listeners, listeners through the years, of course, many of them asking, is that you? Or it just, they'll just comment like, you know, it's weird. It sounds like you. And I would just kind of be playful and play along with it. Because I thought, you know, if I, if I tell people it's me, you know, I can't untell them. But yeah, absolutely. They were on to me. There were people who known me for years, not to mention like friends and family Uh, From that to listeners, to people I worked with, they knew even if I didn't confirm it, (laughs) they knew. She mulled over coming forward to reveal her TikTok secret. And I thought also about it. I thought about it for a long time. Um, Is there anything good that can come out of it? Could I do something positive with this? And, you know, the more I thought on it, the more I realized, like, I think there's going to be more pros than cons to me letting people know that it is me. So that's why eventually I just thought, okay, what's one way I could do it? October 19th, 2022. Kat, a.k.a. Jessie, made her very first TikTok. When you guys have been asking me if I'm the voice on TikTok. Finally, I can tell you guys, it is me. I wasn't even thinking, isn't this silly? This sounds, it sounds silly me saying it. I wasn't even thinking about the TikTok comments like again because at the time I literally had I I don't know how many followers I had like 50 or something because again I didn't go out of my way to tell people I was on it and then it was my sister-in-law who's TikTok obsessed that was like Kat you just came up on my for you page and I was like what what do you mean and I went back to TikTok which I shut notifications off for She's like, cat, this is insane. So she would keep me updated. And then it'd be like, it was like, it went 10 million, 15 million, 20 million. And I, I realized like I put out a video explaining something to my bubble, but it didn't go to my bubble. It went to everybody. The video instantly went viral. Now, I did not think that <laughs> what followed would follow, that insane blow up of that TikTok video. Like I made that video for my bubble, not thinking like, duh, cat, it's going to be all over TikTok. And sure enough, we're like 50, almost 50 million, if not 50 million views on the thing. But I really wasn't thinking it was going, that was going to happen. I really didn't. The comments were insane. Who is this person? Someone, someone figure it out quick. Detective, TikTok detectives do it. So I did. And I have, I had a good mishmash of people who knew me that jumped on it right away because it came on their feed too. And they said, this is her. Her name is Kat Callahan. She is in radio. She does voiceover work. She's not lying. She wouldn't lie about this. And that's kind of a few days later, I realized like I have to do a follow-up video because this is getting, this is insane. And so eventually, eventually I did. (laughs) She's back. Number one, just to answer a few frequently asked questions, my initial TikTok video where I told you I was the text-to-speech girl, 
Yeah, I was referring to my listeners that have been asking. I am a radio girl in Canada and I have radio shows here. I do voiceover work and I have a podcast. So that's what that was about. Number two, no, I'm not lying. And uh, doing what I do for a living to lie about something like this would be pretty silly. The second video I posted was a note to let people know I would never lie about something like that. And then I kind of went through a quick, okay, you wanted it, you got it. And it was a lot of, this is what I sound like when I record like that. This is what it's like. And then finally people started to go, okay, (laughs) that would be too, that's too close. I still had skeptics and I still do, to be honest, but I think it's hilarious. Like I'm totally fine with that if they're still skeptical that I am actually the voice. (laughs) Like, sure. Okay. Since disclosing she's Jesse. Kat has garnered a large following on TikTok, and she says it's been a transformative experience. I never thought that I'd be on like Ryan Seacrest's interview, um, and I still have like some interviews lined up, but um, I've I've done some really cool things. So it's changed my life. And yeah, it's changed my life in a lot of a lot of different ways. You know, not so much so that in, a ne- in any negative ways, um, because I do feel very much in control of it, which uh, is is important that I always feel that way. But yeah, I've got to chat with some really cool people. I've got to do some voice work for companies, again, that were never, never on my resume previous to this. So how does Bev feel about Kat's success as the voice of TikTok? I eventually reached out and said, don't know if you're even allowed to talk to me, but if you are, you know, this is who I am. And I just wanted to connect. And so we've, she, she did the, I think the most fun video was the one where she posted on TikTok for uh, people to say, hey, you think you could be a good text-to-speech? Do it opposite me. Do it. So I did. This would be my text-to-speech voice. This would be my text-to-speech voice. What do you think? What do you think? Would you use my voice? Would you use my voice? I think you did a great job. With the lawsuit long settled, Bev continues to work as a voice actor. While it was a cool experience to be TikTok's text-to-speech for a short time, it also taught her an important lesson that she's sharing with other prospective voice actors. If you're interested in working in the text-to-speech or AI world, to make sure you have a contract, um, there is a lot happening right now that people are finding out that their voices are being used where they weren't hired for. And that needs to A, stop. It needs to be prevented in the first place. And it's important if if some way you can mention that the reason we sound difficult is because we're not being difficult, just that we have rules. Since coming out with the text-to-speech function, TikTok has broadened the pool of voices you can choose from, and Kat hopes they grow to include more diverse voices as well. It's up to the platforms, really, to figure out what they want to do. I would love to see more more diverse voices. That's absolutely something that's easy. Like, you know, that's something there's there's people who are willing to voice the projects for them um, from all kinds of walks of life. And whether that means different accents and whether that means different ethnicities, I, I think that that I'm hoping that that's where we're going to go with it, too, is more options so that people can pick something that resonates with them. Journalist Emily Dreyfus says TikTok users can be sure of one thing. The app will continue to change and innovate. Since I was thinking about this for the podcast, I was looking on TikTok and for some reason, the videos that are being serviced surfaced to me in the last week are really not showing the voice as much. And I I wonder if that shows it, it either could be n- not particularly of interest at all and is just unique to my algorithm 
or it could be that if there's a decline in the use of of the voices at this moment. It really remains to be seen. But what we can know for sure on these apps is people keep will we'll keep innovating what things are. And maybe the next thing won't be voice. So I, I would say I can't predict where it's going. I can only predict that it'll continue changing. Beyond the uses of AI and voice-to-text functions that plague technology and social media platforms like TikTok are privacy issues. And that's something I would like to explore in our bonus episode. In the meantime, thanks for joining me this week. Global News What Happened To is written and produced by me, Eric Avella, with producer Dila Velasquez. Our audio producers are Rosalind Kafour and Rob Johnson. Also, a special thanks goes to Drew Hasselbeck, supervising national online journalist for Global News. Let us know what you thought of this episode and please share it with a friend. It will help us grow the show and bring you more incredible stories. You can also help us out by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can also reach out to me personally. We are always looking for stories. So if there's a new story you want us to revisit, you can reach me on Twitter at Erica Vella or email me at erica.vella at globalnews.ca. We'll see you next time.